Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to the show. We're so glad you're here with us today. So intro today, um, last week we talked with uh, our special guest, Micah Hoffpower. And uh, he was awesome. He came in and, and told a lot of stories about his days in the MLB. But the one that impacted me the most is he walked into a room with his coach, and coach said, look at that board. And Micah said, where's my name? And I didn't think about this until after the fact, but let's not get up to the – well, what, what's the process when you, when you die? You go, to, you go to heaven and you – Basically, the Lamb's Book of Life. The Lamb's Book of Life. I was going to say, I haven't done it yet. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. We don't know for sure how that's going to (laughs) go, but let's not get there and say, where's my name? Amen. That was not a funny intro. No, that was, bam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Today's day, we're going with Sean. John's up first. Who's going to open us up in prayer? I'll take it. Father God, we just thank you so much for this day. We thank you for loving us. We thank you for this platform to spread your word and to glorify you, Lord. We pray that we do it in a way that honors you. Lord, we thank you for our families. We thank you for what they mean to us. We pray for safety and good health over all of them and all of the country, all of our friends, everyone that we know. Lord, most of all, we thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. And Lord, we just love you so much and ask that you'll be with us today and throughout the rest of the week. We ask this in your holy and precious name. Amen. 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 All right. Today, my topic is harboring bitterness. Bitterness is toxic. Uh, and I want to read a Bible verse here. It's out of Ephesians 4, 31 through 32. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. So, we've all, um, you know, seen that person who has bitterness just all over their face. Uh, they walk around and they're angry. They look angry. Um, and uh, they can kill the morale in the room. And, uh You know, we probably all have a story, um, you know, in regards to people who we know who are harboring bitterness. Um, My story, I just want to start by, and I I believe you all will get a kick out of this, because um, I did tell Shane, but I don't know if I've told everybody. Um, Here, it was about three weeks ago, uh, we left after uh, recording one of our podcasts, and I pulled out to the... um, um, the road here, just uh, leaving, took a right, and uh, I'm cruising down the road, headed back uh, into the Longview area, which is about five minutes from here. And um, as I'm cruising down the road, going about 40, 45 miles an hour, I come up on this maroon truck, and um, he's sitting still in the middle of the road with his left blinker on, and I'm like, not real sure what's going on. And uh, so I ease up and kind of look around, can't figure out what's happening. 
And then so I'm just going to go around him. Well, as I start to go around him, um, he starts to turn left. And I'm like, what in the world, you know? And, and as he's turning left, he's rolling down his window, shaking his hand at me and flipping me off. <laughs> and I'm like trying to figure out in my head, like, do I know this guy? Why is he acting like this? I have no clue. It was all just crazy odd to me. I wasn't like right next to his truck. I was a good like three or four cars back. Uh, it was all just really weird. This guy's shaking, just, I mean, just looks mad at the world. And um, so my next thought was he's bipolar. You know, like he's got to be. This guy was mad at the world. And, uh, but no matter, I don't know what was going on uh, that day. He, he just he kept on driving. And, uh, but he was probably in his, I don't know, late 60s. And, uh, uh, but that to me would be a person that's probably harboring bitterness. You know, he's, he's mad at the world. He's mad about something and, uh, you know, and he just bitter to the core. And, uh, from a bitterness standpoint, um, what, what I want to talk about is how bitterness, it, it destroys our witness. Um, it's like, uh, it's like poison, you know, and, uh, we all have these moments in our life whenever, um, you know, we we choose we choose to to drink the the poison of bitterness and then carry it around with us, thinking that um, it's gonna I don't know make us feel better uh, or maybe uh, maybe it's a revengeful like what whoever you're mad at you know um, maybe it just uh, um, it, it's one of them deals where you, you're you're drinking that poison and then think it's gonna hurt the the other person that you're mad at um, you know I don't. I don't know about you guys, but uh, bitterness, uh, I, what I want to know is, you know, have you all ever had bitterness in your own life? And, uh, and if so, uh, how, did you get, how did you get rid of it? And, uh, and do you guys agree that bitterness takes away your joy? Good stuff. So when I think of bitterness, I think you can't have bitterness and joy at the same time. And we know joy comes from the Lord. And... Uh, I always go back to that acronym that came up the other day. I might even mention a podcast or two ago, Jesus, others, you. you. If you have bitterness, you are not shining the light for Jesus. You're not shining the light or pouring into others, most likely. Uh, but you are focused on you. So the why is going first. And, um, you know, bitterness is probably one of those many, many deceiving tactics that the devil uses to just wreak havoc from the inside out on us. And... Personally, when I've been bitter about anything, I've got a heart issue with my walk with Jesus. And it has infested me almost like a root that you cannot get up easily. And it consumes you. And uh, it is a terrible feeling, you know, if you recognize it and you have good people around you to shine the light on the fact that you are being bitter. Um, we won't go into great detail on my testimony and story, but I will tell you that three and a half years ago or four years ago, I decided to give up alcohol completely in my life. And I selfishly, the devil had me convinced that, uh, it was other people's faults that I was having to do that. Okay. And it was a journey. It still has been a journey to get rid of a lot of bitterness that I created. 
that's the funny thing. You know, that bitterness came from me, and it came from my heart and my desires that weren't godly. Um, but the devil is, guys, he's sly. He is the most cunning opponent we will ever face. And he had me so twisted in my thinking that I was convinced it was somebody else's fault. Which sounds crazy, yeah. right? It I mean, sounds it crazy sounds like, now. Sounds like the guy sitting in the middle of the road flipping you off because yeah. I, he's I standing was, in the middle of the road. I was baffled. Yeah, you're baffled. I mean, I just Yeah, when you caught me and told me that story, I was like, <laughs> something doesn't line up. No, something no. doesn't add up. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, maybe he thinks I'm somebody else. Like, I, I just didn't, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. On yeah. a side note, Brandon, um, you guys will get a kick out of this. When I, you know, we're sitting in this room, when you you say things or whatever, I'm listening, and uh, I get back, and I, I go to editing these podcasts and just making sure all the sound is right and all those things uh, line up. And most of the time, when I hear Obi talk, when I'm editing, when I hear Sean talk, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I remember that. My brother, when I hear him talk, when I'm editing, I'm like, man, that was really good. I must not have been paying attention. <laughs> It's like defaulted. Yeah, it's defaulted. It's me out for yeah. 40 years. I know, I'm trying. I'm, I sit here, I'll, I'll just sit here listening to you when you're talking about bitterness in your own life. And I was like, man, that's a really good point. Like, I feel like this is maybe the first time I've heard you. This is this is the world of Shane, where literally he learns the same lesson three times. Yeah. Hey, um, I, I'm a lot like that. No doubt. That's That's pretty good. Yeah, bitterness bitterness can definitely take root in our lives. You know, I feel like that. I don't know if it's sometimes it almost seems like it's hereditary. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, just just like you know your eye color or something. It's like you know certain people in your family will maybe struggle with with letting go. You know, letting go of of maybe things that didn't go our way. You know, and and um, you know they. They got dealt a bad deck of cards, you know, and 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 they go through their whole life, you know, thinking that they got to hold on to that deck of cards, you know, and they don't understand that that there's a way to get a new deck, you know, and Amen. and and so I mean, I, I, when I when I think about bitterness, I just think about a deep, like you said, a heart problem, Brandon. You know, somebody that somebody that feels like they got dealt a bad hand and and they're destined for bad hands. Mm-hmm. You know, what they wake up in the morning and and instead of, you know, thinking how am I going to conquer the day today? How am I going to, you know, make this a fantastic day and look for ways to glorify the Lord like I feel like we try to do. Um, you know, they're waking up thinking about how um they're thinking about how their day is going to start off bad and how it's going to continue to stumble and roll into this big pile of negativity, mm-hmm. you know? And, and when I think about the people that in my life um, I've run into that, I try not to run into too often, you know, <laughs> funny how that uh, works. Huh? Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. I, you know, we all, we all talk about, you know, we've talked about in many of our past podcasts about, you know, the people that we try to surround ourselves with and, and you know, I'll be honest. If 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 you're bitter and 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 I feel like almost pouring poison into my cereal bowl, um, you know, I want I want away. <laughs> yeah, I want yeah. I want to get away from that. Okay. Yeah, you know. So it's it's um, at the same time, you know, we're called to we're called to be a light. You know, and so I, I do understand that. 
Uh, it, but that's, that is something that I struggle with is trying to figure out how to be a light in people's lives that, um, that I feel like maybe, maybe you've been that light in their life for a long time and nothing's changed, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like what, you know, I, I guess at that point it's just prayer, you know, to, to the Lord, to somehow, you know, open their eyes, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, there has to be a point where, um, you know, if you are around somebody who's bitter, you know, there has to be a time whenever, uh, I, I feel like you almost have to cut the cord whenever you cannot get through to somebody who is harboring bitterness and they're not willing to let it go. They're not so, willing to. Sean, that it just brought up a great, I've got to be careful when we tell these stories because there could be somebody listening that knows I'm talking about them. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to You have to be careful, you know, not names. to, yeah, names or, or anything that can hurt any anybody else because that's not the point of Definitely this. Definitely not. And so we'll circle it into this. All of us have led people or lead people, you know, in our, in our professions in the past as a principal or today as business owners. And um, Chris Gordy, who we had on here uh, not too long ago, is a shining example of Sometimes we don't have the choice to walk away from somebody immediately because there's somebody we need to pour into for success of our business or our family, but it's ultimately pouring into someone. But I think about years ago as a principal, I had 25, 30 employees typically. Um, and they're really not employees. They're really, we're partners in trying to be good in education, you know, be successful. And there's one in particular that, they just carried bitterness, okay? They were a really good teacher, all right? But it just, like, oozed out of them. And and it was, in, it was a, it would infect you, okay, and the students and everybody else. So early in my career, I would have just avoided that, okay? And it would have gotten worse, all right? But I'd had enough experience and wisdom and learned the hard way. So we sat down and we kind of mapped out a plan one-on-one. -on -one. And this is where it goes back to being the light. The Bible, if I'm not mistaken, does talk about how to properly approach another believer if there is an issue that you feel like is biblically wrong. Okay. Um, now, I'm not comparing being an educator to the Bible directly, but there's always an indirect connection. Um, so we sat down and I just said, you know, this is what I see. And he just opened up and he said, this is why I'm bitter. And, you know, doesn't mean it's always going to happen that way because it doesn't. But from that point forward, we could have very genuine, accountable conversations on that level. And I told him, I said, look, I, you know, I fell every day. Thank goodness I have the Lord to go back to and say, you know, please forgive me and do it again. I just want you, I don't want you to carry that burden of bitterness. It hurts my heart to see you burdened. And it literally, I believe, health-wise, and I mean, you can study this and find it, you know, out there anywhere. If you are bitter internally, you worry all the time, you stress all the time, you're angry all the time, you're going to go see Jesus if you know him quicker, 1, most likely. thousand percent, It's yes. going to just ooze totally out of you agree. physically. Yep. And I told him, I said, I don't want you to die when you're 50 because you've been bitter teaching junior high classes. Mm -hmm. I said, that's not what you want for your family. And he's like, you're right. You know, so there's a delicate line, and we got to pour into people when our cup's full first. We can't do that if our cup's empty because that bitterness will fill into our cup. I think about when you guys talk, when you talk about that, and Obi, when you're talking a while ago, and Sean, the whole topic of 
being bitter, I think about uh, the victim's mentality. The victim's mentality wakes up, like Obi was saying, and thinks about what's going to happen to me today, what's going to be bad in my life today. Something's going to be bad. Um, it's just my life. This is what I deal with every day. And, and when focusing on being a victim, you can't be a victor. Like mm-hmm. the, the Lord calls us to be a victor for him. When we're focused on the negativity in our life, we cannot be victorious in our relationship with him and our, and how we transfer that to other people. But it is so hard once you get into that brand, like you were talking about personally and from my personal experience, it is so hard to dig yourself out of that hole. You really can't. Yeah. You, it's, it's a hole that just, you keep digging. That's true. Certainly can't do it on your own. Absolutely not. There's about a, Sean, you're about to say something. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, it's for me, I, I feel like it's one of the biggest reasons why people like counselors, you know, have such a huge, I think, role in this world is because lots of times people who are bitter, they don't want to talk to their friends. They want to talk to somebody who's non-biased, who's going to speak truth into their life, but they also want it. They don't want anybody else to know, you know, Mm, um, it might stem from something in their childhood or it might be from, I don't know, um, uh, a business deal that went bad or uh, something that happened to them, you know, uh, at work or, or whatever. And uh, so it just uh, validates to me how important uh, counselors are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'll, I'll second that from personal experience. I've, I've seen a counselor on many occasions. Um, and I had this... Uh, if you're listening now and you think, oh, my gosh, he's seen a case, but talk to a counselor. Well, let me – I have to. Yeah. So have I. So yeah. have I. <laughs> okay. So, so let's just get it out there. Yeah. That we, this is – we're not going to hide anything that could help somebody. Right, absolutely. That, you know, um, so it is – the stigma that I had before that was I'm not that messed up. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen. If you have a hard time processing something, and we all do at times, sitting down with somebody. Now, I'm going to say, if you're a Christian, even if not, you should sit down with a Christian counselor um, because the, the principles that they're walking you through are going to be based in the same things that you believe in. But if, if you're having a really hard time processing something, then sitting down with a counselor who, like Sean says, has an unbiased opinion will not judge you, does not know everything about your life, and can healthily, that's not even a word, but walk you through how to process these situations. I gained so much, um, I grew so much during that experience that, uh, I mean, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. I think that I think that everybody needs a counselor. I mean, I don't care if you're, that messed up or not messed up at all or you got you got the world by the horns and you're spinning it around or just the opposite i mean everybody needs somebody <clears throat> that is like you said it's unbiased um maybe maybe has a just a different perspective on how you can spin something to help you deal with it in, in, a, in a better way 
you know. And, um, I mean, they're just – that's what they're trained to do. Um, you know, they're yeah. trained to make us look at things outside the box that we're looking at. And a good counselor yeah. will lead you to the – maybe not the answer, but to try to find the answer instead of I, – I thought I would be going in there and he'd be like, all right, hold up. This is what you need to do. Right. Mm-hmm. No, he's, you know. Even though you maybe would like him right. to do Yeah, that. absolutely. <laughs> But it's more of, hey, tell me, tell me what you're dealing with. Tell me what you're walking through right now. How's your relationship with God? How's your relationship with your wife? How's your relationship with other people, the kids, right. everything around you? Right. Okay, how does that make you feel about yourself? Let's go back to when you're a child. Like, why do you have these feelings about yourself, and why do you process decisions this way? And like finding the root of of any issue that you might be struggling. Absolutely, with. absolutely. You know, and and um, what got us down that counselor rabbit hole was the thought process behind trying to maybe uh, help someone who has experienced bitterness. Absolutely. Know? And so, um, you know, we'd probably, every every single person in here admitted that they had spoken with a, a counselor. Um, you know, there's reasons for that. Maybe, maybe we were harboring something that we felt like we needed to let go of. Yeah. I mean, I think at some point or another, we've all experienced bitterness in some form or fashion. You know, maybe we didn't call it that. Maybe we didn't know that's what it was. But again, we all collectively feel like speaking with a counselor or speaking with anybody for that matter that you feel like has your best interest at heart could potentially just be the first step in your process to letting go of whatever it is that's causing you to wake up and have that victim's mentality and be bitter um, about whatever it is that you're facing. So seek help, you know, seek other people that you know want to help you, hopefully that have some type of Christian walk, because in my opinion, that's, those are the, those are the guys and gals that are um, going to do it with the most grace. You know, they're, they're going to, they're going to, extend that grace that they know that they've been extended for no good reason at all. Um, and so anyway, I'll just, I would, I just wanted to kind of mention that. That the thing I really like about that point is this, uh, when we think about something that we need help in the first question that I think is a good question to ask is where am I going? Who am I going to, to understand this? Okay. Uh, that's something I struggle with a lot. I, I looked outward instead of inward first. And what I mean by inward was my walk with the Lord. So as I started getting, trying, take, and I, it was feeble, guys. It was like I was walking through quicksand, trying to open back up this relationship with the Lord that we know is always there, and it's just the believer that turns their back or is going the other direction. And it was clunky 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 so then uh, my wife who's way smarter than me uh, we always admit that is she says well maybe you need to sit down with somebody and i'm like you always admit that she's way smarter but it's on a big board right right in front of us our wives are smarter than us just reminds us in this room you said way i I thought you were selling yourself short (laughs) (laughs) giving yourself too much credit (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) thanks thanks guys this is what i mean by having you're welcome listen we're here for you buddy (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, she says she she recommends that, and she has a background in the medical field uh, as an RN, and, and I'm like, absolutely no, not doing it. And it was all pride. And the point I want to make there is that two points. One, the devil is not playing with you, period. He is trying to destroy you and make you believe it's good medicine, okay? So bitterness is connected to pride. Pride is connected to angst. Angst is connected to jealousy. They all feed each other. It doesn't matter which one it is. And if I've got any 20, 25-year-olds out there that are like, where do I go next? It's not to your buddy that's 20 or 25 for sound wisdom and advice. There are a few. We weren't some of those. Yeah, we but weren't. <laughs> there I, I, are I'm a few. I'm just saying typically Yeah, it's not because they're walking through the same point of life that you are as far as age-wise goes. So you go to someone who's looking on the outside and going, hey, out of all of my experiences that are way beyond yours, here's some things to think about. And the questions are really what set you on the path of understanding what's next. Yeah. So I'm going to elaborate a little bit on my counselor experience, but we've talked about like uh, not wanting to give specific examples that, that hurt people or what exactly happened. But one of the reasons that I sat down with a counselor is because I was harboring bitterness in my life and I knew it. Um, that was just one. I knew it and it hurt me. It hurt me so much every day. Um, and it had to do, it had to do with a business experience. Um, right or wrong, whatever happened through that business and that, that, uh, experience in my life, what I had to come back to was I was taking that bitterness and I was, I was blaming it on another person when in my heart, I knew that the, what happened through that business was God's will for my life. I did know that that was very clear to me. And I still had a hard time walking through that process because I feel like something was ripped away from me when I wasn't ready. Um, when it wasn't, when in fact it wasn't, I'm sitting here a year and a half later and, uh, it, it, I've gotten to the point where it doesn't hurt to talk about it. That's, that's how much. And I remember I talked to, I talked to Sean a lot about this because, uh, he's a lot older and wiser. Well, that's the way I'm now. Now he, Sean has gone through a very similar experience that I have. And I remember talking to him sitting in a deer stand, just pouring our hearts out to each other. And, knee uh, to knee. Huh? <laughs> knee to knee. Yeah. Yeah. They were close. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I remember just like, uh, he didn't have any, any bitterness and he might have at some point, but like he made it through. Okay. God delivered him through that process. And I looked at Sean and I thought, man, if that can happen to him, that's a very similar situation. And Sean's following and trusting in God and it, it didn't deter his faith. Okay. I can do it too. I, I can make I can make it through this, but when you're in the midst of that, it eats you up. Mm-hmm. It was tearing me up every day. Every day I would I would be sucked back into that, and it was a process every day to either allow myself to get sucked into it and have a terrible day, have no joy, or God, I'm aware of what's going on. Um, I don't want to live like this anymore. I can't live like this anymore. I have to, Lord, I need your peace and your joy. Help me to be aware of these things that trigger me 
And, Lord, I want to move forward. But very difficult process. So just looking through that scope, you know, you recognized it, and you knew it wasn't of God, and you sought help, mm-hmm. you know. And, and uh, you know, I feel like that, you know, if, if any of our listeners are out there and they're they're harboring bitterness, they're uh, just feeling like they got dealt a bad set of cards, you know, um, recognize it and seek help, you know, whether it be a counselor, whether it be, you know, somebody that you feel like has possibly dealt with a similar situation. Uh, at the end of the day, that's, that's why we're put, you know, here on this earth to glorify God and to serve others. So absolutely. Hey, I just want to say real quick, it's, it's very humbling thinking that, um, something that I went through helped you uh, Mm -hmm. in your life. It absolutely did. Sean. It's pretty awesome, brother. Um, I wanted to, uh, so I looked up uh, top 10 um, things that cause us to harbor bitterness. And uh, number one is not forgiving others. Mm. Number two is not forgiving yourself, which I thought was interesting. A couple other ones that stood out to me is uh, believing in th- believing that things will never get better, not practicing gratitude was number four. Man. And um, then I wanted you all to kind of just shine some light on this for me. Believing in the myth of arrival. <laughs> the arrival syndrome. Okay. Right there. Arrival syndrome states, which goes back to uh, one of the earlier ones, uh, that I've got it all figured out or it's never going to get any better than it already is. So right. you're feeding that beast. Sure. That's, I believe that that is pride. And I think a lot of these come down to pride mm-hmm. and, and focusing on ourselves before we focus on the Lord. Yeah. You know, I was, I don't know if I've told y'all this little problem I have with acronyms. So anytime we're very aware, we're in episode twenty-two now. Stop, stop. <laughs> the listeners have only heard like what sixteen. Yeah, but I like we like them. Okay, I don't. So, I didn't feel like it was a problem. I just like well, to give you a hard just, time. The minute I hear a word that has a negative connotation, I want to spin it if I know it's helpful. Are we making this one up or do I made this one up off the cuff? Oh my gosh, Brandon! Brandon's flipping the script. Here we go. Here we go. Get ready. H e l p, hearing, elaborating, learning, and praying. Love it. Did you really just made that up? Off the cuff, baby. Did Leah text you that? I was about to ask that same question. I was about to ask if Leah sent that uh, to him. I, That's really good, bro. I love my I wife. Really, she might not be awake yet. <laughs> That's okay. But, yeah. Very and, cool. And the praying jumps out at the end because it's a cycle. we got to keep doing it. Hey, say it one more time. Hearing, elaborating, learning, and praying. All right. That's good. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, we're at the point where it's time to wrap up. Thanks for joining us this morning. We really appreciate you being here. If you happen to live close to East Texas area, Longview area, uh, I know of one counseling center. Uh, it's called Hope Road Counseling. That is um, a great place to start if you need to sit down and talk to somebody. Um, if if that's not the right place for you, they can definitely recommend other places. Um, if If not, if you don't live around here, a good place to start is your church. Um, or any church, uh, they'll have an idea of um, where you can uh, start with that counseling journey if you need to. The verse for the day is Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. I got it pulled up right here, Sean. I think I do. Come on, face ID. Maybe not. Here we go. 
Get rid of all the bitterness, rage, and anger, browling, and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Amen. It all comes from Christ, and it reminds us there at the end, he forgives us. He forgave us. Amen. If you would, leave us a rating on Apple Podcast or whatever platform you're listening on. That'll help us grow this and reach more people. Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank <laughs> you.